here. You are listening to episode 15 of the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. This is Alicia. Hey, I'm Trisha. And today we're going to be talking kids. How do you help your kids grow spiritually? Now, if you don't have kids, don't turn this podcast off. Make sure you still listen because there are kids in your life and you can be a spiritual influence on them as well. We're going to be talking about that. But, you know, sometimes we can fall into the trap of thinking that just taking our kids to church is enough. And just dropping them off at the right things and making sure that they don't watch things at home that aren't healthy for them. But that is often not enough. There are so many outside influences coming into our kids' ears and eyes today. I was walking around yesterday and I noticed, I looked around in a coffee shop and like eight of the ten people that were in the coffee shop had earbuds or headphones on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, we're, d- hi. Especially you know. get a group of teenagers together. Oh, yeah. It's always They're all on their phone yep. and in earbuds in ears. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody's listening to something. But what is it your kids? That was kind of a wake up call for me about what is my kid listening to? And what is what's the message that she's getting in her brain from what she is listening to? Um, and, and I have learned that whatever I listen to affects how I live out my life. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be real careful about what influences I allow to speak into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you talk about your kids, how do you help your kids grow spiritually? This is a huge issue for us right now. Okay. This is a huge issue for us because I have one of my sons I'm a little bit concerned about. Okay. I think he is getting some influences um, from the world that I'm not pleased with. And I had been praying about this a lot yeah. and asking folks to pray. And I feel like God um, put on my heart a couple of things. Okay. Um, number one, praying more as a family, mm-hmm. yeah. actually yeah. Mm-hmm. together, letting them see me. So I can yeah. read my Bible, but if I'm doing it, you know, before the kids wake up drinking right. my coffee, That's he, he has yeah. absolutely no idea right. that I'm reading right. my Bible or he mm-hmm. doesn't see that. So that doesn't influence him in any way. And if I, my, I pray for him, but he never is part of the prayer, again, there's no connection there. So I, I do feel like it was put on my heart that we need to pray more as a family. We need to pray as a group. I need to ask him. And, and I did. I started this sort of asking him, how can I pray for you? Oh, Even if great. I'm not praying with him. Yeah. That's a good and, question. And it was amazing mm-hmm. because he he actually opened up about a big issue. And wow. he said, would you help me pray to avoid this temptation that I'm oh, going wow. through? So that was a huge open door yeah. that came because... I asked him, how can I pray for you? Now, I asked him, how can I pray for you the other day? And he's like, no way, I'm fine. <laughs> so it's not like it's a magic <laughs> right, thing. But, but but God used it, at least in that one instance, to kind of start a conversation going. And then the second thing that I felt was revealed to me is that we need to, um, we're trying it tonight. <laughs> we're going to try going to church on Wednesday nights. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I get up early, mm-hmm. and so I haven't been going on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. but I can see that one of my sons is having a hard time feeling connection at church on Sunday. Mm. And so I'm thinking if we go on Wednesday, he's going to have more interaction. He's going right. to make bigger connections. He's going to have yeah. some more friendships. And so I, I did feel like that was from God. And mm-hmm. so we are going to try to do that. And I'll already tell you, 
We've already, my husband and I got in a fight this morning, and I'm yeah. sure it's because we're planning to go to church tonight. Oh, yeah. You know how the devil gets in there. Yeah. We had a fight. We never have a fight, and we're like fighting. I'm like, this is yeah. because we're going to church tonight. I'm confident of it. So be ready for resistance well, is the point. I'm, I'm going to tell you, you're not the only one who struggles with that because I struggle with it too. And especially as a, a single parent, I'm wondering if I'm doing enough. You know, here's the thing um, I bought. Um, my daughter has uh, an incredible um, love for art. Like she loves, she's drawing, doodling, stumping all the time. And so I bought her one of the journaling Bibles that has some of the pre-done pictures in it, but also leaves you room to do your own. That's cool. And so I bought yeah. her that kind of Bible for Christmas and she was doing it. And, and we were sitting side by side and the television was even on at the time. Um, and we were sitting side by side and I had done some Bible study earlier in the morning because I do my Bible study before she gets up. And... Um, and I was I was sitting there looking over what I had done that day, and she was coloring this verse with her pens. And um, she said, uh, we, we started talking about the verse, and I said, do you know what that means? And she kind of looked at me with a face like, Jesus? You know, because that's what she should <laughs> say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, that works, but, you know. And so we took the time to actually talk about the verse and to start breaking it down. And I taught her how I, I said, you know how I you know, kind of figure out what God is saying through this verse. And there's a Bible study method that I've learned, and we've talked about it here on the podcast before, that Graham Lotz teaches. Okay. And um, and I learned that, and it revolutionized my spiritual life. And so in terms that she could understand, I started breaking that down with her. I said, if there's ever a, a word in the Bible that you don't understand, go get a dictionary and look it up. And so we did that. And, and the verse, like, came alive for mm. her in that moment. And I, I wow. was I was so just moved by that, not because I had anything to do with it, because I'm telling you, it was all God driven. But after after it was over, I was like, you know, I wish at that age, 12 or 13, that somebody had said, this is how you can hear from God. And this is what these things mean. And because before that, mm. scripture was something that I yeah. memorized, but really didn't have any practical use for mm. it. Right. Like I didn't know how to work it into my life, into your and life. make it a part of my day. Mm -hmm. And so to have that moment with her was very special for me. Now she's just like, you know, 12, 13-year-old tomorrow won't mean anything. And I don't know <laughs> if she knows she remembers what the verse But it may meant. come back to her later. Right. And she'll and, remember it. And so those oh, yeah. were all little tiny conversations. And what I'm finding is it isn't the big conversations that we plan for and try to, you know, mm -hmm. have activities and crafts to do. It's those little conversations that happen before bed and that happen mm -hmm. on Wednesday nights and that happen, you in know, all the way home mm -hmm. from youth group or mm -hmm. how can I pray for you conversations. Those are the little things mm -hmm. that really make the biggest impact and, and really have long lasting effects in the lives mm -hmm. of our kids. So last night I was watching Lisa Harper led this like coffee talk about prayer mm -hmm. and she went around the room and um, talked to all these women about their childhood and praying as children and what do they remember? Hmm. And most all of them said that they remember seeing their parents praying or reading the Bible. And one in particular was this one woman said she saw her mother on her knees every morning praying for hmm. them. And one day she walked by and she heard her mother praying this huge prayer and, and she heard her name and she remembered that as an adult now and like for me, prayer like that is more personal or intimate. I don't necessarily do it where my kids are going to walk in and see me doing that. Right. It's like what you were saying, Trisha, earlier. You get up, you do your devotion or you do something. And so I'm trying to find ways where like my bedroom door is always open. Yeah. And, and so if I'm at night and I'm reading my Bible, mm -hmm. 
um, and it may be my quiet time or my private time with mm-hmm. God, I'm trying to not like close the Bible. I'm like, okay, you know what? They're there. They, they can like, I don't care that they see it. I, I don't really, but I'm trying to make it more of a point to have them see me do that. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I n- I've never been a bring my Bible to church person. Cause we used to go to a church where the Bibles were always in front of us. Right. Oh, yeah. And uh, for years we did that. And then, um, Bibles are on your phones yeah. now. Yeah. A lot of most churches I've gone to around here don't have Bible. Like there mm-hmm. is a Bible in the back if you want to get one, yeah. but they're not right there. Yeah. True. So true. And so I would get my phone out, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, you know, I want to go back to bringing my physical Bible with me. And so now my kids and I've got these highlighters. Yeah. So I'm in church highlighting and, and kind of taking some notes. And I think there's value in them seeing that. Mm-hmm. And my husband reads, on his phone. He reads everything on his phone. Yeah. Then anything from the news to Facebook to he's got the Bible app and he uses that, but we don't know what he's reading. Right. So we were talking about that the other night. I said, they don't know if you're reading the Bible. You could be sitting there at night or in the morning reading your Bible and, and they have no clue yeah. that you're yeah. doing that. So how do we incorporate? We're trying to figure that out. How yeah. do we incorporate that more into our family life so that they see we're doing those things? Yeah. So I I have to tell you about one of my most prized possessions, and I think you'll see where I'm going with this. Um, When my grandmother passed away, they were going through her house and said, is there anything that you want? And I said, yeah, I'd like to have one of her Bibles because she was a godly woman. She had a great sense of humor, just was a joy to be around, and she had a tough life. And so they brought me one of her Bibles. It happened to be a Bible that she went to the Holy Land to Mm -hmm. get. And she brought it home, and it it has... um, um, it's, it's very ornate on the outside, but as is true with my grandmother, and this makes me giggle every time I tell it, but she had used it so much that it had fallen out of the actual binding, oh, yeah. um, the outside and she wow. glued it back upside down. <laughs> so if I set, I have it on a shelf and I, it's set, you know, right side up like it would look, but if you flip but the pages look, open, it's upside it's down, fantastic. which I love, that makes yeah, it even the more special. unique. But even at a time back when she grew up and was going through the, the, greater part of her life she had written in her bible and that is such a tremendous legacy yeah. to me today that that you know that that think that those things those are the things in my mind my journals yeah. that yes. that i have yes. that i journal in about scripture and the way god's speaking to me and the prayers that i write out um i want that to to be the legacy that i leave my child one day mm-hmm, um, yes. when i'm not here anymore so she can look back and see some of the things that i learned and so i think there's value in that um but i i struggle because i'm up early and out the door right. and so i that's when i do my quiet time so she doesn't see me do bible studies unless in the evening when i'm looking over maybe you know drawing the the, the day to a close so i'm not sure it's a, it's a it's a tricky one yeah but i'll tell you something that i think god has revealed to me in the day to day life mm-hmm. let them see you suffer well mm-hmm. you make a mistake Maybe you pray about it. I, I make a mistake and I pray about it in front of my kiddo, mm-hmm. for example, or I lose my temper, mm-hmm. yeah. which I do sadly too much of the time. And then sometimes I feel like God's putting it on my heart. Let him see you mm-hmm. repent from that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I have apologized to him and said, right. God, put it on my heart. I got to say, I'm sorry to you because yeah. I lost my temper. We've and done I, that. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be like, my husband and I will talk about it. I was like, I think we need to give them grace like God gives us grace. And we tell them that. And tell them that. We're going to give you grace right now because I know you did that and it wasn't right. And you've asked for forgiveness and and we should do this, but we're going to give you grace. 
Right. Because God gives us grace. Yeah. yeah. And seeing them live out with you the the prayer. And I love it when we can pray about something together and then you see answered prayer. Yes, that's the best. And um, mm-hmm. I, I love telling ours. Yeah. And I love telling her stories of when I see God answer prayer, too, that um, just are, are extraordinary. Well, and there's lessons in the non-answered prayers, too. Sure. That's what sure. sometimes I'm oh, like, yeah. OK. I'm going to pray about this. There's a family that has cancer and mm. and it doesn't look good. And I'm like, I'm struggling with the balance of how, what do we, what do we pray? How much do we pray? Cause in, in the end it's God's will, mm-hmm. but that's going to be a huge lesson if it doesn't work out to what we are desiring and hoping. Right. And we've prayed for how, cause it's a long journey. Right. You know? And, um, so we're going through like, what is that lesson going to be? And how do yeah. we walk through that? I yeah. had that with my mom. Yeah. I had to yeah. go through that. And I knew the boys were watching yeah. to see how would David and I react to this tragedy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think it was okay to let them see me cry. And I still sure. do. Um, and uh, and sometimes we've prayed together for um just for for peace and for and for Mumu and we talk about heaven and mm-hmm. that we called her Mumu. Um, we talked about heaven and we talk about where she is now and and that that there's that there are people up there that are praying for us, you know. And just so I think the opportunities that life gives us, good ones or bad ones, are mm-hmm. opportunities for them to see us walk it, holding the hand of Christ. Mm. Such good stuff, such good stuff. And I I think too. Um, uh, it makes heaven a reality for them. I know we were riding along in the car the other day, and my my daughter said, "I can't wait to see um, my dad, her grandfather." Um, and and she listed off several other people that that mm. we know are in heaven, and she said, "I can't I can't wait for that day to see them." And mm. um, that to me was not only a blessing to hear as a parent, but a blessing to hear as a believer because it reminded me that we we do have a prize worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. You know, we do have that day coming when we're, we're going to be reunited mm-hmm. um, with our loved ones who've gone on before us. And so I think those are those little lessons along the way, those little victories. And if you have suggestions or things that you do to help your kids grow mm-hmm. spiritually, we would love to hear them. Mm-hmm. If you have um, grown up in a home where you learned uh, your spiritual practices from your parents, and they had some neat ways of sharing that with you. We'd love to hear that yeah. too. That and um, I will say this: if you don't have kids of your own, you are definitely a mentor. I know Absolutely. there are a ton of people in our lives we've been blessed with um, to walk alongside my daughter. We need that. Oh, absolutely. We need that help from others outside of our family to show them that. Yeah, because you know they're going to roll their eyes and think that what mom and dad say, or yeah. <laughs> you know. But when a friend says it, it's just a totally different perspective. So know that you're important too. We love having this conversation with you. We'd love for you to. Uh, Get on the Facebook page and let us hear what you have to say. You can always email us, girltalk at thelightfm.org. We love you so much. We're doing this together, and we can't wait till the next time we get to gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.